1: Show with Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. And Ali Dean.
2: I really am rugged with his. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. Big match coming up. I'm going to be in the caddy. Then why don't you try backing up? Give me just a little room. Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. Golf requires goofy pants and a mad ass.
1: You know, you don't deserve any credit hitting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing. I'm catching on the off. I'm moving my head. I'm laying it off. With a I'm pronating. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too. I'm clear too. I'm clear too.
3: I'm going to launch him. Set right up, boys. See so if you can outdry the amazing skunk ball whacker uh, guy. Help me keep my head down. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. Same man from the double bogey blues. Gunga, galunga.
1: Happy Sunday morning. We are on the eve of a major championship. It is the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Brian Katrick, Ollie Dean, Derek Thomas. Those guys are at the battery. The Braves are playing this morning. The, the, uh, the atmosphere is, is thick. There's a buzz in the air. Uh, I'm not. Guess what, I'm at studio. Guess what, what I'm wearing H- right studio. now, Brian? Guess what I'm wearing. The AT&T Byron Nelson. What is it? Uh, what is it you're wearing,
3: man? I am wearing my Braves hat. I am wearing my Braves polo shirt because I am going to the game today. Yeah, baby. Going to the game. Good, good buddy Go of mine from AT&T got me some tickets.
1: Mm. Uh, that's that's uh, that is right. That's good coordination right there. AT&T Byron Nelson is this week's PGA Tour event. In McKinney, Texas,
3: we are nothing if uh,
1: not topical on this radio show that is quite topical and 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 we had plenty of stuff to talk about before the Friday evening news dump What happened but on friday the friday the friday evening well here 's what happened on Friday in my world uh, i 've got Jeremy davis who 's my producer next week at the PGA Championship, working with us this week here at PGA Tour Live. Uh, I've got, I'm have got. i working with PGA Tour veteran Brendan DeYoung. We go down to, to Gators, Dockside, my my favorite boneless wing in Mountain Dew place. There's a lot of TVs. We're having great camaraderie, great conversations. It's Friday night. Uh, we're looking forward to next week. We're chilling this week. We're seeing great scoring at Byron Nelson. We got Jordan Spieth in the mix, Scotty Scheffler in the mix. It, life is good. And then all of a sudden, the ESPN feed shows breaking news. Was that the oh my God.
3: Was that the John Daly disqualification? Is that what the it's, news was breaking?
1: No, it's a good question. It could have been the John Daly disqualification, no. And by the way, the John Daly disqualification is a non sexy story. He played bad and didn't sign his card. It's like the most boring way to officially be disqualified. So I wish there was. I wish I could tell you there was more to it. There might have been more to it. We don't know what it was. This, on paper, is a boring one, especially by John Daly terms. Okay. <laughs> that's just that's that's nothing. Uh, it was not that. Mm. Uh, it was Phil Mickelson who was in the field at the PGA Championship, and by in the field, he had submitted an entry. We already know he was eligible because he was the defending champion, and here he was Friday evening, somewhere in the 6 o'clock hour, withdrawing from the PGA Championship. And uh, that was... It was surprising news, given the timing of it. It was not surprising of it. Ollie, I don't know that I'd have been as surprised a week ago to hear this, but the Friday before seemed a little late. what do you think?
3: No, we had talked about this uh, both on the air and off the air. Um, I certainly felt there was a possibility that he was not going to play with everything that was swirling around him. But to your point, the closer it got, you said, okay, well, he's going to tee it up. Um, we even talked about how entertaining um, the press conference may or may not be, suggesting the PGA of America sell pay-per-view tickets to see how he interacted with the media so as of last Sunday when we were broadcasting out at Sugarloaf we felt like he was gonna be there and the question was how much would he interact with the media the answer is he's not gonna interact with anybody on property at all
1: no there's still been no interaction from Phil Phil has done nothing in the public eye since his statement back in February I saw the story that you saw there was one tweet that Phil Mickelson's account had liked. It was a tweet about a discussion about the hypocrisy of some of these social stances in the game. Uh, the tweet had specifically actually mentioned him, how Phil's getting lambasted for a stance that maybe others in other sports would not have been lambasted for. It was very political. Yeah, that was the play really,
3: Travis. We, right?
1: Yeah, I don't really care to get into it on a Sunday morning. It's just, it, it doesn't matter. But Phil's account had liked it. It has since unliked it. But the whole point of that was that was the only public movement for Phil Mickelson since his statement in February was his Twitter account had done nothing. I don't know that he has an Instagram account. He'd been cited places, but he hadn't made any statements. And all, all we got was one like, which isn't tremendously unexpected. And then even that got undone. Yeah. So to me, sort of that actually. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll just say, to me, that, that actually plays more into the story that, yeah, he's probably playing. This is a guy that's, that's circled the wagons. He's he's practicing. He's gearing up. He's he's keeping it low. this This was all pointing toward some practice rounds in that Tuesday press conference. But that's not how this is going to go.
3: Yeah, before we get into conjecture and... Since you and I are both not really big on conjecture, let's talk about the reality of what this means. I mean, before we came on the radio, literally I'm watching an ESPN promo for their early round coverage of the PGA Championship. And Phil's all over that. Uh, Phil holding up the Wanamaker Trophy. I mean, whether you liked Phil, whether you liked his stance, whether you agreed with what he'd said, whether you accepted his apology, this was going to be the crowning achievement. I mean, kind of, you know, the, the parade after winning the World Series was his walk around Southern Hills. I don't think anybody expected him to compete um, or to win the championship. But he's had a great career, won an amazing amount of tournaments and majors, and this was kind of going to be his his parade. And for him not to be there, it's just awkward, I think, for the world of golf.
1: I think that's a good reference. Now, not only has the PGA of America been through this, uh, depending on how old you are, your fandom has been through this. Uh, they actually went through it. With a connection to Southern Hills. Tiger won the PGA Championship in Southern Hills in 2007. And then had the, the, all the knee and leg injuries in 2008 and didn't play in the PGA Championship in 2008. As it was in August back then. So,
3: yeah, so we've you, had... I think you knew had, more than a week before that Tiger wasn't going to play. No question. I mean, we're talking about people are showing up on property now. I mean, if you missed people, the cut at the at and or didn't play, you're probably in Tulsa right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: I mean, I think Phil was out of the field probably
1: before anybody that's playing in Dallas <laughs> got there. But you never know. I mean, it's four hours, and somebody could have played in the morning. It took 500 to make the cut. The, the point about the promos, you know, we, we've had promos. We've been through this. But it was a completely different level because, like you said, I mean, the whole world understood why Tiger wasn't there. You could run a promo with Tiger hoisting the trophy, and the whole world's like, oh, well, it's a shame he's not going to be there. No big deal. You just turn the page and move on, and you look forward to the tournament. This one, nobody knows why Phil's not there. We've got, like, nine options why Phil might not be there. And the statement that got released on Friday, three sentences, Ollie, I have questions about all three of them.
3: Yes, it, it is a very weird release. Uh, first All off, right. let's be clear. There have been no releases from Phil's camp about him not playing. None.
1: None. So, And that's and that's the first sentence. Here we go. Three sentences from the PGA of America. Uh, it's signed from the PGA of America. It actually wasn't tweeted from the PGA of America account. It was tweeted from the PGA Championship account. I happen to know who runs them. It's the same group. It's just odd. These, I'm, just, I'm just letting you know that's weird. First sentence, we have just been informed that Phil Mickelson has withdrawn from the PGA Championship, period.
3: Well, wh- who informed them?
1: Right. That's odd. And uh, you're the PGA Championship. Of course you've been informed. You could skip that first part. We're nitpicking here a little bit, but it's because we have zero idea why this happened, we are now di- dissecting this statement and its three sentences to every letter. We have just been informed. Just skip that. Phil Mickelson has withdrawn from the PGA Championship. To say we have just been informed leads, leads me to believe either they're not, question, they're not fully believing the source. They didn't like how they got informed. What was this? Did, did the agent call? Was this Phil's brother? Somebody sent a text. This wasn't Phil walking into the office and saying, I can't go. This screams to me that they're not super sure or super happy about the source of this. If you lead with, we have just been informed that Phil Mickelson has with, been with, has withdrawn from the PGA Championship. Why would they write it like that?
3: Um, I have no idea. The only thing that I would guess is is that the PGA of America did not really want to be the steward of this news. Um, And that's why I mentioned earlier that nothing came out of Phil's camp. Normally, if Tiger Woods was not playing back in 2008, Tiger Woods would announce this and the PGA of America would react. It seems to me this was kind of dumped on their plate of, hey, we're not playing, we're not going to say anything about it, so if you want to let people know, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I I, I think that's spot
3: on. All right, next sentence.
1: Okay, next sentence is only three. Next sentence. Phil is the defending champion and currently eligible to be a PGA Life member. We would have welcomed him to participate. All right, that seems like a throwaway statement right there. You don't have to know what it takes to be a PGA Life member. I actually looked it up most of the morning. Don't completely have the answer. I know what it takes to be a PGA Tour Life member. Every PGA Tour player who wants to, ...can become an A3 PGA of America member. This is very inside baseball right now. It's assumed that, P- that Phil could become a life member. I think it means he doesn't have to get any more points. He doesn't have to pay dues. It doesn't matter. The only reason this is in there, Ali, is because Seth Waugh had some statements... ...that could have been construed as, well, maybe they're not going to let Phil play. And this is, again, specifically the PGA of America... Fred Couples had some statements saying, you know, indicating that maybe Phil had lost his place. It wasn't Fred. It was Davis Love had some statements indicating maybe Phil had lost his place in the Ryder Cup captaincy selection process. This right here to me in this Friday statement about Phil not playing seems to backtrack on all that. We would have welcomed him to participate. Well, of course you would have. Why wouldn't you have? Why is that in here?
3: Well, that doesn't make sense. You know why it's in there? It's in there because there's been all the conjecture: is Phil suspended? Is he not suspended? Is he eligible to play? This is the PGA of America saying, you know what? We we didn't suspend him. He was welcome to play if he wanted to. Uh, the life member stuff is just. Filler because they only had three sentences, I guess. Um, but it's just saying wasn't our call. We did not ask him not to play. Somebody informed us he's not playing.
2: Yeah, Derek Thomas, what did you say? Uh, no, Ollie was refer- it's like they had to fill out their tweet and had to have enough characters in it to make sure everybody saw it.
1: Yeah, no, well, I mean, they, I don't think there's a minimum number of characters on Twitter. I know. <laughs> I don't they know they they went ahead and hit some, but all right. So that's the second sentence, and I think I think you're you're right the circumstances surrounding why they would feel like they need to put that in the tweet though are suspicious <laughs> we would have welcomed him to participate he's in the promos of course you welcomed him part- to participate so that's that's confusing and again I'm, I'm frustrated I know these people I know who wrote this tweet I like this person I have I have consumed meals with this person uh, all right last sentence this is the one that I, I'm confused by this one. Yes. We're at three sentences. Phil's not playing. The source is wrong. I mean, this is, you're right. This This person that's writing this tweet did not want to do this. This is not her responsibility to do this. His or her responsibility to do this. This was Phil's responsibility. This got dumped on this person's plate. I get it. Last sentence. We wish Phil and Amy the very best and look forward to his return to golf. Okay. Now, that's super nice. That's polite. Everybody loves Amy. Everybody loved Most people loved Phil till a couple months ago. Before that, just about everybody loved Phil. Why are we bringing Amy up into this? Of course we wish Amy the best wishes. I mean, Amy's not the defending champion, though.
3: No, no. I don't think she's a PGA Life member eligible. No, that probably would have been mentioned in the tweet. Maybe, <laughs> would maybe they sentences. informed her that she wasn't going to be on property either. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how Amy, I don't know how Amy makes the, qu- the tweet.
1: We could be diagnosing this, and di- breaking it down way too much. But why is Amy in this tweet? That is, a, there are plenty of rumors surrounding Phil, and a lot of them involve Amy here. The PGA of America should have stayed out of this. We don't need Amy in this tweet.
3: No, I was thinking of all the times that the Tiger, and obviously Tiger and Phil superstars of the game of golf, any time that he was not able to play in a tournament, whether it was injury or or anything else, I I don't remember Elon or any of his girlfriends being mentioned that, you know, we wish Tiger and Elon the best. No. John Daly didn't sign his scorecard.
1: Didn't say we wish John and Anna the best going forward. Mm. They do. We all understand. You know, the the wives, the girlfriends, the significant others, huge part of the game of professional golf, the support system, it's traveling. We understand how important they are. Uh, This was not the time for that. It's all weird. It's all weird. What are we doing here? Are we being overly suspicious of wording on social media? Yeah, because we've learned that that's the exact right way to handle it. Yeah. This person meant nothing malicious by this. I promise you that. I know who it is. That's a weird sentence. That, that indicates, hey, they know something we don't know, which in this case, they do. And in that case, you got to be very careful with that.
3: Certainly. Um, here's what we do know. What we do know and we've talked about is the PG of America did not and, quite frankly, should not have been the one to announce Phil's not playing. Should have come from Phil's camp. Uh, the question is is why? And, and is he injured? Uh, does he just not feel that his game's in the right place? Is he still continuing you know, his sabbatical to, to get his mind right and, and needs to be away from the game? Um, did a certain article and a certain person being quoted – you like I put too much pressure on him to go. We don't know.
1: Uh, it could be a combination. All of those are, are likely. It could be a combination of them. As we joked about Ty, uh, Phil's press conference on Tuesday and how much I was looking forward to it if he was going to be in a bad mood, a story we're going to get to that actually happened first. Greg Norman had a rough time it, w- with the media earlier this week. That may have set that back. Phil was the favorite to win that press conference, which they don't, they don't, they don't bet that. But Phil was going to win that press conference on Tuesday. I promise you he was. He was going to destroy people in there. Then all of a sudden he just found out that some of the plays he was going to run are not going to work. Because <laughs> they were going to be ready for it. Because Greg just tried to run them in London. And yeah. Greg got eaten alive for it.
3: Yeah, didn't see the blitz coming, did you, Greg?
1: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Phil's like I'm about to just dump this off right here, and we're going to score. Boom! He just got an ear hold. Wait a minute.
3: How did they run the, against the zone blitz? How did that? Ooh, that didn't turn out
1: well. This was full New England Patriots here. They videotaped Phil's practice for the Super Bowl. They know what he was going to run, and they're ready for it. And they just killed Greg Norman with it. Did that? Does it look? Was, does that have something to do with it? Because facing the press was going to be part of this. Well, as you said. He could, have got him, he could have hurt himself practicing for this. You know, a little nagging injury. He's 50 now. Something could be sore. The ball might not be going in the right places. He might not be hitting it worth the darn. That's another reason. I mean, there's a lot of reasons. Any combination of them could be the case. This statement doesn't clear any of it up. It actually raises more questions than it answers.
3: Yeah, I don't think he's injured. Okay. <laughs> Are you just playing the odds on that? <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm to play the odds on that. I, I don't think he's injured. Um, yeah, I went on record before the tournament of all the reasons he was not going to play, um, and I disagree. I do not think he was going to win that press conference. I think he thought he may have won the press conference because Phil is a very confident dude, but there was no way he was winning any sort of conflict. Even if he, even if he was right, he was going to be wrong by the time it was over.
1: Well, I, t- Twitter was going to think he was wrong. Well, that's, that's what matters, uh, the, the, right? The writers that got 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 their clipboards handed to them were going to think he was wrong. But you know, there there is there is a life scoreboard here. Phil was going to win, uh, and he wasn't going to cuss either. That's that's another reason why he wasn't going to win. I feel like Phil was going to be able to do it with that goofy little smirk on his face. That's that's a winner. I don't know how you do that. But I think he was going to do it. All right, we're going to step aside. Uh, because what happened earlier in the week that may have hosed Phil just as much as Phil hosed Greg Norman? Well, we'll tell you. Greg Norman and his event. And what does this mean, by the way? If Phil's going to play in London, is that is that his next start? If he's going to play in London, does that mean he's not going to be able to play in the U.S. Open? Is there disciplinary action we don't know about? If you play in London, it's going to be hard to argue unless you've got a cast on a body part that you can't play the U.S. Open. Uh, Yeah, that's literally the week before. Yeah. So as much as we should be getting a clearer picture of things by now, it's, it's not going that way. It's getting muddier and muddier. We will delve deeper into the mud. Greg Norman, a rough week with the London Press when we come back. It's a Braves game day. They play 1130 this morning over at Truist Park. Ollie Dean, Brian Katrick, it's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. And now it's time for Who's Driving? by Ray J If you're facing DUI charges, you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the T for you. Call Ray cell at 404-964-4185 to schedule an appointment. Well, Ali Dean made the suggestion that we ought to give a little local love here. Carter Laughlin is old enough to drive, but he wasn't. When I first saw him playing golf over Berkeley Hills, he would walk... From his house over to the putting green, member Berkeley Hills, we called him the little dude. I don't remember how old he was when we first, when I first started seeing him. Maybe five. <laughs> very, very little. Always looked like a tour player. He's going to be a tour player. He and Wells Williams just set the 18-hole scoring record at the U.S. Four Ball. And it's over at the Birmingham Country Club, Ollie. They shot 61.
3: Yeah, 61's pretty solid. Anytime you set a record, it's a good thing. And uh, Carter Laughlin not only grew up locally, but uh, goes to college up the road in Athens. He's a damn good dog.
1: Yes, he is. Wells Williams is going to be, he's at Vanderbilt. They're going to be going at each other. they will be opponents for a lot of the golf season, but they are teammates in the U.S. Amateur four-ball Ali Dean and I were teammates in the U.S. Amateur Four Ball. We weren't quite good enough
3: to make it to the championship proper, and we did oh. not shoot nine under. We did.
1: <laughs> had we shot nine under, we would have made it to the championship proper.
3: We would have. But how would <laughs> you like to shoot nine under, and you have four teams trailing you by only a shot?
1: Yeah, and it, you know the golf course they played was sixty-six hundred yards. Uh, so the Country Club of Birmingham, I think, has thirty-six holes. They played the East course, uh, and these kids hit it forever. I don't know how far Carter hits it now, but I bet it's a long way. So, yeah, there you go. That's Who's Driving, brought to you by Ray Judice,
2: Derek Thomas, what was that you said? I was just going to mention, if we're talking about local golf, did you guys hear about the the two young ladies from Lambert? Or uh, the one from Lambert, Sarah M. and Amanda Doherty, local girls, both qualifying for the U.S. Women's Open At the ages of 16, and so uh, just a shout out to those young ladies. Good luck coming up.
1: Yeah, that's excellent. U.S. Women's Open, Pine Needles, cool spot. That's in the Pinehurst area. It's uh, it's great. Pine Needles, great golf course. Right across the street, Mid Pines, another one. Great golf course.
3: Is that Patty Kirk Bell's place?
1: Uh, I believe it is. Pine Needles. I think we stayed in her cabin. I'm not positive. But I think that's the case. So, all right. We are going out of chronological order. We mentioned that the, uh, what are we at calendar-wise here? How long do we have until this London event? It's almost a month, right? Uh, a
3: little less than a month.
1: Uh, we we're playing next week is the PGA, then then Colonial, Memorial, and then so two two more PGA Tour, three more PGA Tour events, and then this first Live Golf event in PGA. Uh, in London. It was 30 days out. The PGA Tour had 30 days out to approve or deny the conflicting event releases that the players had to file and they had 45 they had until 45 days out to get them in. PGA Tour then had till 30 days out to say no. That 30 days was this past week, My, May 10th. May
3: 10th and they said no. Yes, and shocked the world of golf. I think this radio show is the only one that debated whether or not they were going to get releases.
1: I think that's right. And it's only because you're bullheaded and don't know how to read. Mm. The whole rest of the golf world thought, well, they have to give releases okay. to London. They're going to give releases to London. No. You said no, 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 no. No, no,
3: no. And you were right. Yes. Well, there's there was some gray area to that rule. There was a black and white section, which was, if it's in North America, we're not going to grant you a release. None. And everybody focused on that. Don't even ask. The gray area was, if we deem this is not in the best interest of the PGA Tour or its membership, we may also decline the release.
1: Yeah. And they did. And they did. So, no releases for London. What does that mean? Does that mean these guys aren't going to go play? We don't actually know that.
3: (laughs) We don't know what the disciplinary action will be. Well, and here's what we do know, and I hate it when people jump ahead of the curve. There is no suspension for anyone that applied for a release. So simply because Phil Mickelson or Tommy Ganey or Robert Garrigas applied for a release, they are not under subject of any penalty by the tour. If they tee it up in play, then they would potentially not be members in good standing with the tour anymore.
1: They are. If they tee it up and play, after being denied a release, they will have done something that violates a rule. That's about as far as we can go. Correct. Can't promise they're going to get disciplined. Can't even guess what the discipline might be. There's been plenty of guesses. Mm. And, but we, we, we're not even positive they'll get disciplined. As a matter of fact... The rumor going around is that the other side is saying, come play, they can't actually touch you. All yeah. right, well, that's a great thing for the other side to say. <laughs> I have no idea if that's right. If I was a tour player right now, I would not have any idea what to do.
3: Yeah, well, I think I think you ought to listen to Jay. Uh, I think Jay told you what was going to happen, and so far he has stood by his statements. Um, I certainly think... And I won't say I know for sure, but I am 99.9% positive that if you tee it up in London and you're a member of the PGA Tour, you're going to face some discipline. I I would agree with that. Now, I don't think it will reach the level of lifetime ban, which is another kind of ridiculous claim that was bandied about. But I certainly think you're going to be suspended and, uh, and there will be consistency in the calendar based on competing events of how long your suspension will last. In other words... You're going to be suspended until you stop playing in these events for a certain period of time. So here's
1: where the problem is right now. The legal problem by venturing over into the gray area, as the tour did, which is why all the experts thought they wouldn't do it here. The problem here is there is a whole uh, the the RBC Canadian Open, I want to say, is 144 man field. It could be 156. We may have enough daylight to where they play 156. 156 is a full field. All right. So even if you have 156 guys playing at the RBC Canadian Open, you've got another 100 or 150 eligible tour players that have some sort of number for eligibility that are not going to get in that event, including PGA Tour winners. You take the case of Robert Garrigus; He's a PGA Tour winner. His number this year because of all the new players and everybody that's won since he won. Every, his number has been pushed way down. He's not going to get in the RBC Canadian Open. 156 players are in front of him in line, and they're going to get in before he does. I mean, there's probably 250 players in front of him in line, and only 156 of them have to commit to the Canadian Open for him to not get in. So in essence, the PGA Tour is going to tell Robert Garrigus, you can't play in the Canadian Open. We don't have room for you. But... You also can't go, we're not going to let you go play in this other event. That's where you start to get into legal problems. Now, is Robert Garrigus going to want to sue the PGA Tour? I have no idea. I don't know how that would go if he did. But it does open up a very clear hole in the policy if you're telling guys that aren't in the Canadian open field that they can't go play anywhere else. And that's what's going on here. The, The one in Pumpkin Ridge? That one violates very clearly, black and white, as you said. That's North America. You can't play anywhere else in North America. Why can't you go somewhere else? Most of these guys would never go somewhere else. Why would you get on an airplane and get out of North America to go play in a purse just because you get a week off? These guys have played their whole lives, weeks off, or what do they look for? <laughs> you're not going to go. You're not going to go spend ten grand to go play in an event somewhere out of North America. Except in this case, they would. So that's where the problem is. Are any of these guys going to pursue legal action? Have they picked up the phone? Have they called Morgan and Morgan?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know someone who has called a bunch of lawyers, and uh, that is Mr. Norman. So I think there's two avenues of litigation that we're unfortunately going to have to talk about moving forward. Because I know you and I would both rather talk about the game. But this is impacting the game so much that we have to talk about it. One is the point you make about the Robert Garagas and the Tommy Gaines of the world. If you're not eligible to play in an event and the PGA Tour is telling you you can't play in another event, is there an opportunity for an individual lawsuit? And we both agree that, yeah, it looks like there's at least that opportunity. Um, The other is uh, the LIV entity in itself, which has threatened legal action, um, has challenged the PGA Tour's legal position in making rules over their quote-unquote independent contractors. And, uh, those lawyers, and I don't think it's Morgan and Morgan, it may be, but those lawyers have <laughs> certainly been called and are in meetings as we speak. You don't think they went forthepeople.com?
1: They're not even a sponsor. You don't think they called Ray Judici's cell number? Well, they should have called Ray, but yes. they
3: haven't really acted as smart as I think they
2: should have, so they probably didn't call Ray. Ray knows lawyers from every, every area, by the way. You know, you get your legal team set, real estate. Any contract law, Ray does it all.
1: It's a good point, Derek. Very good point. All right, so we don't know if there's going to be a lawsuit, but we feel pretty strongly there's going to be one somewhere. No releases, which means now you don't have, You, you theoretically, you don't have a lot of players. We're going to see who they have. They clearly have Sergio. Sergio screamed that at us
3: last oh, week. Oh, we don't know. That's just that's the, Spanish, <laughs> the Spanish fire. We've <laughs> been blowing off
1: some steam, that's all. Yes, my friend.
3: <laughs> what's what's that line in in Tombstone? Ah, oh, he just fooled it about. He drunk, that's all.
1: <laughs> yes. So I don't, I don't, it feels like you're going to get Sergio, feels like you're going to get Lee Westwood. It feels like you're going to get some folks. I don't know what's next here.
3: How do you not mention Phil in that... <laughs> here's who you think you're going to get.
1: Yeah, I think you're going to get Phil. Well, because we still don't know exactly why Phil's not playing in the PGA Championship. It does seem like you're going to get Phil. Here's why you might not get Phil. Oh, this I got to hear. The uh, the story came out about the first London event this week, and they're they're vaunted, the the broadcast partner that we've been waiting to hear forever, the broadcast partner, they don't have one. They're going to put it on YouTube Yep. Uh, A streaming venture. Yeah, I'm not against that. You've been high on the streaming service. Uh, You you thought that was going to be the way for them. That is the way of the future. So this isn't the, the bad news that a lot of people think it is, but it's not a Fox deal like a lot of folks thought you might see. Phil might become your analyst. Do you pay Phil more to talk into a microphone at this point than you do to hit golf shots? Because Phil was... Phil's going to be great at this job. I happen to have worked with Phil Mickelson at this job. He's done it a couple times. People loved it. He's going to be excellent at it. Can you make more money talking about it than you can playing it
3: at this point? yeah. Uh, look, if the numbers are correct. And, and we've heard minimum numbers of $30 million that Phil was paid up front to play in these events. Um, we've heard upwards of $100 million. That's an awful lot of money for an analyst. The yeah. Kind of want him teeing it up.
1: What did What did Romo sign for? What did they just They just I got... was just
2: gonna say. Yeah, Tom Brady's making more money. He's going to be making more money talking about football on Fox than he will playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season. So it's just funny you mentioned that some guys do make more talking about it than playing.
1: Phil's also look. He Phil's also fifty. He's a month away from being fifty one. If you believe that he's not playing in the PGA Championship because he's not hitting it straight, which is one of the rumors that's circulating out there, well, you know, your livelihood could depend on how how well you putt it or your livelihood could depend on all the stuff you've already done. It's a comfortable life being an announcer. I'm partial to it. <laughs> I have no previous other accomplishments. But Phil could rest on his laurels here. And then it doesn't matter if your your elbow hurts or you can't drive it straight, or whatever it is. Yeah. I I just don't know what the
3: money is. Yeah, I I don't disagree. This may be a long-term position for Phil, and maybe long-term is a couple of events down the road, but you've got to get him in, because right now, the most important thing for LIV Golf, because this is the next battleground that's going to be between the PGA Tour and the Saudi upstarts, is official World Golf ranking points and you need as many top players in your field as possible to generate a quality argument that you deserve to get official World Golf Ranking Points.
1: Yeah, and that's where the battleground is. And even beyond World Golf Ranking Points, it's what are the major championships going to do. The four major championships all fill their field, at least partially, with World Golf Ranking Points. If you don't have them, you will not get the best players no matter how much you play, how much you pay, long-term you have to have them Uh, right now they don't have them for london they will have them for official asian tour events because the asian tour gets world golf ranking points but what happens if augusta national and the master's tournament committee says you know what we're not taking the top 50 in the world anymore we're just going to invite 50 other players that just may or may not have been the top 50 in the world we're just going to take that out of our criteria what if the pga of america says we're not taking the top 70 anymore Or the top 100? I don't know which one they take. What if the USGA says we're not taking the top 50? What if the RNA says we're not taking the top whatever they take? It's not a big number.
3: Or if the official World Golf Rankings allow these events to be sanctioned, but as we'll let everybody know they're weighted. So Asian tours that are eligible for official world golf ranking points, the winner of that event is not getting as many points as a guy who wins the AT&T this weekend. So That's right. You could give them status, but make it so insignificant that if that's the only place that you play, that you're not going to get in the top 50 anyway. And that'll keep the kids out. That'll keep
1: those who don't have a PGA Tour legacy yet to protect a PGA Tour pension to protect. That will keep them from going and taking Greg's big money because Greg has big money and he's going to get the kids. Yeah, I got Unless an additional ki- two
3: billion dollars this last week from the uh, Saudi wealth fund.
1: Yeah. Unless the kids can't get in the Masters by playing on that tour.
3: Speaking of the kids, the PGA Tour made another strategic move uh, with their PGA U program. That graduates the top, I think, five players um, ranked collegiately into the Corn Ferry Tour right away, and some conditional starts on the PGA Tour. They have said if you play in a non World Golf Ranking points event, you are no longer eligible for those benefits.
1: Yeah, that's short term, but it was definitely something you could see coming. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna give you a whole bunch of starts. But if you go play somewhere else, you're going to lose those starts. Doesn't mean they can't enter Q school in the fall. Uh, you know, and interestingly enough, it's why they did it. Because if you're a college senior and you're going to get one of the PGA Tour U spots, and Greg Norman's going to hand you ten million dollars on one hand, and the other hand is you've got you've got seven eight starts on the Corn Ferry Tour that you have to pay for. Well, the ten million looks really good. <laughs> That's that's going to be hard to compete with. It does. Let me, off, let me offer you the Courtyard by Marriott and an Avis rental car that you get to pay for, by the way, in Wichita, Kansas.
3: Hey, Wichita is a fine city.
1: It's a fine city. Greg's going to be offering you front of the airplane, if it's not even a, a private airplane, and $10 million. Staying at the
3: Ritz in London? Yeah. Compared to the Howard Johnson off Exit 62 in Wichita?
1: Guaranteed last place money as opposed to no guarantees. Look, the game of golf has always been built on no guarantees. That's why you and I love this. Some a
3: meritocracy.
1: But if you're a 20-year-old kid and somebody's going to offer you $10 million, which, by the way, is an extraordinarily low offer coming from LIV, wh- why would you not take that again? Tell me why. Why are we not taking that again? Because you're playing what? for legacy. You're not playing for money. You don't have a le- You're 20. You got no legacy. You've played in zero PGA Tour events. And, oh, by the way, you think you're the best in the world. You think you're going to get to Monday qualify. You'll get in plenty of them. Why why am I spending the summer driving the Corn Ferry Tour when I can have $10 million in the bank and enter Q School in the fall?
3: Ooh, not sure you can enter Q School in the fall. Well, they
1: haven't said that yet. How are they going to keep them out of Q school? I can enter Q school in the fall.
3: You can enter Q school in the fall. Yeah, but if you if you win and you're in violation of PGA Tour membership, I don't have to let you in. They're not a member yet. Yeah, but we're going. You're not, we're a gonna member, some rules. not a member. I'm not a member. I've a violated. Gonna, there's going to be anything. some changes to that. <laughs> that yellowing handbook that we reference. Stay tuned. There's going to be some language added. <laughs>
1: they might they might update it. Yes. Yes. We may need Carter, to get a new one. Carter Laughlin, bless his heart. I just, not, you know, he could take the ten million and enter Q school in the fall as a ten millionaire. Mm.
3: He could. He could.
1: Hasn't been offered. Don't know what he would do. That's I, I shouldn't have brought up his name, but we love Carter. They just set a scoring record of the USGA four ball. Little we're gonna dude. take a break. Uh, Got to take a break. Braves game coming up at 1130 a.m. Golf show on an hour early for this. That's why we're on. We're getting uh, getting out of the way of the Braves pregame. That comes your way at 935. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 at 93.7 FM. Before you hit the links, start your morning with the golf show. Now back to Brian Katrick and Ali Dean on Atlanta's golf station, The Fan. We will, once again, not be together next Sunday morning. I'll be in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, also on Central Time. God knows where I'll be doing the show from. But, uh, Ollie, eventually I'll see you again. Hope you're doing well.
3: I am doing well. And I'm looking forward to getting the updates from Tulsa. It's exciting. Major championship time.
1: It'll be championship Sunday by the time we get there. It is championship Sunday at the region's tradition. And Steve Stricker leads. What were you going to say?
3: Uh, exactly where we're going let's close out the greg norman because we didn't mention the infamous quote um i don't know that you could be a a sentient being and not have been exposed to it but in regards to saudi arabia's um atrocities specifically the killing of a journalist he mentioned we all make mistakes (laughs) i love Derek he just he tried journalist <laughs>
1: i'm glad we didn't do that one on this one I'm Glad we paused. Oh, yeah, enough with this enough greg norman didn't do it no he did
3: not but let's talk about some golf there's some great golf going on out in texas you are calling the action what have you what have you seen oh
1: scoring records they're
3: making eagles
1: we had uh we had We had more Eagles in the first two rounds than we've ever had at any other uh, tournament. We had more Birdies at this tournament than we had at any other tournament last year. They eclipsed that number the first two days this year. They are, uh, so their plan is to par 72. They've got two drivable par fours. You can get on all four par fives. The Greens are perfect. It is, it's fun to watch.
3: I believe that something has happened out there that has never happened in the history of the PGA Tour. Am I correct?
1: Uh, Yes, as a matter of fact, you are. Sebastian Munoz shot a 60 on Thursday to open. He actually birdied the 18th hole for 60, needed to make eagle for 59. Uh, He had missed the green on the par 5 18th and had to hit a little flop shot for his third, but hit it close enough to make the next one. That is his second 60 in the same season. He also shot 60 down at Sea Island in the RSM Classic earlier this fall. So that is the second 60 in the same season by one player. That is the first time in the history of the PGA Tour that they have ever, that somebody's
3: ever done that. You would not have thought of Sebastian Munoz at local trivia night for the answer to that question. Not any, but you will now. You will now. Uh, What about, did you see the story on David Skins, I believe it was? Guy who was bartending, delivery driver, ended up... uh, I think tied or one off the lead after 36 holes. Unfortunately, shot two over, but a great Cinderella story out there as well.
1: It's so weird. This is the small world department. So I did uh, the XM show at Berkeley Hills earlier this week. Uh, Played a USM tour event at Chateau Alon. It was in fantastic shape. Uh, But that was on Tuesday. Uh, Ryan Moore and those guys do a great job. USMtour.com. They're about to play the Country Club of Columbus and the Athens Country Club. They're going on a little Donald Ross swing. And you can play, usm dot com. Look it up. So I can't do the show from from uh, Chateau Alan because they're closed on Tuesday. I don't have time to get all the way home, so I stop at Berkeley Hills, the friendly confines of Berkeley Hills. Richard Swift is behind the counter. Richard Swift is like, hey, how about my buddy David Skins? He's been playing a little better. And, and Richard and David, the, the families are incredibly close. David lives in the Atlanta area. Uh, he, we, we just had this conversation on Tuesday, and I'm like, "That's great, Swifty. That's that's. We wish him all the best. Bless his heart. How about David Skins? Lighten it up. Yeah, uh, he's an Englishman, so it's not you know. You, you, if you haven't heard of him yet, but he lives in Atlanta. He's one of ours now. We took him. Uh, so good stuff there.
3: You know, uh, who, you know who's really happy. Um, down the road in the PGA of America offices is everybody promoting the PGA Championship because Jordan Spieth has been lighting it up and has a chance to complete the Grand Slam. Yeah. That's a course that seems to set up well for him, too. At Southern Hills,
1: well, it's agronomically almost identical to what they're playing on this week. Obviously, it's going to be a little tougher. You probably won't see a 60 next week, Uh, but... It's the same temperatures same wind conditions same ground conditions jordan's game is peaking if you're playing well this week it bodes very well for you playing well next week this is a good sign
3: another good sign and another good thing to talk about in the game of golf yeah you know, we were once again the experts who said tiger woods was going to play at augusta we also said he played the pga and he is on the list for interviews pre-event correct
1: Yep. Yeah, that's, we felt very strongly that he was going to play. I wish I'd have gotten the bet down. It was 10 to 1 that the Masters would be his first major of the year. And I saw it, it was one of those stories where that got offered, but I'm not a gambler. I don't have any apps. I couldn't find where I
3: actually could have gotten that. How have you been in radio and and not been a gambler this long? Uh, (laughs) That's why, that's why we just do the golf show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got pulled aside years and years ago. You gotta, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the, the man, the man was right, but I'd be broke by now. Oh, <laughs> so
3: and we got the Cognizant Founder's Cup going on right now. We got Ninji Lee on top of the board. Lexi Thompson three back.
1: Yep. Yep, I've, I've watched as much of that as you have. I love that you're pretending that you watched it, though.
3: Oh, man, I watch it all the time. Are you kidding yes. me? Yes. Steve Stricker.
1: I, I've been busy. You have no excuse. Uh, Stricker leads the region tradition. Uh, defending champion Alex Chaka
3: No longer got, part of the field. Yeah, got disqualified. I, I believe he is the first one to be disqualified over the new um, yardage book rule. Uh, on, maybe on the PGA Tour Champions.
1: It happened to Mark Wilson last year. He used an old yardage book, and they, the scale has to be changed. So don't use your old yardage books in PGA Tour events anymore. Derek, Ollie, good stuff. Braves game, 11 a.m. Eastern right here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM.
0: Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundation sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off.